Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, March 18th, 2022. This is Season 2, Episode number 11 of our show. A lot of exciting sports news to get to this week. Things that uh, things that are happening now that weren't happening last week. Some interesting stories there, and of course things have, that I've talked about before, and uh, things that have uh, made me come full circle here in life, as uh, these things tend to do. After you've lived long, and if you've kind of seen it all once before, and then it comes around again for you, and you get to talk about it on a future episode of the podcast. Have I memorized all the previous episodes? Nope. Can't remember what I definitely talked about before or not. And you probably can't either. I sort of do the same thing with my students. Where it's like, eh, maybe I've told this story before. Maybe I've told it more than once. But you know what? If I can't remember, they probably can't remember either. So I'm good with going through it again. As I welcome you formally to today's program, feeling so much better than I was even last Friday. Last Friday, if you can believe it. Now, if you're keeping up with uh, the blog at MikeOConnellJr.com, that, that is the, the one and only sponsor of this podcast, MikeOConnellJr.com. My post last Friday was uh, something along the lines of, oh, thank God for the NBA. You know, we got this baseball-less springtime as of last Friday. There was, there was no baseball. Um, or at, at like midnight Thursday when I when I post this thing, like, oh, guess I got to watch the NBA now, which isn't bad. I mean, the NBA was getting interesting. And because over a couple of nights previous to that, we had uh, league leaders facing off against one another and, and like teams really on the rise facing off against one another. Like, oh, here's some championship previews. This is interesting. And then like, Seconds later, like it, it must have been that uh, baseball officials and like players' union representatives and you know the owners and, and their reps were literally meeting at that moment, being like, "Oh, she's uh, O'Connell's giving us a hard time. He's he's stooped to watching the NBA now. We got to hammer out this deal." And like minutes later, seconds later, uh, the deal comes together, and I I wake up Friday morning telling me that uh, no, there, there will be baseball. I mean, we're only missing, like, really a few days of the season. They're like, going to make up the games. and um, I don't even mind that uh, the National League uh, is now going to adopt the designated hitter. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And now, you know, a mere week later, and I, by the way, I, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I, I post that, and then seconds later, baseball is in full swing. And then you know, the NCAA tournament uh, happening now, as, as you're listening to this, it has already begun. And it's like, well, geez, now the NBA is number three. I've got baseball, college basketball. Now now the NBA is down at number three. Pretty excited about all the sports doings going on now. Um, so different from uh, a mere week ago. I should say that with the start of Baseball and the NCAA tournament. I think I've talked about this story before. That like, 
that that day in in 1989 was the start of my my journey as a sports obsessed person. I'll get to that uh, in a in a moment. Uh, to give you an idea of when this program was recorded, I know that's like everything I've I've said so far. Well, I guess the the baseball deal coming through that that kind of dates to the program a little bit. I was worried like oh I could could have talked about this months ago. I can tell you that the, the brackets are out. I've I've got these brackets. I haven't seen the the Dayton games have already happened. It's one of those like when you're listening to this, the Dayton games have already happened. The Thursday games have already happened, but I don't know the results of those games. I know that my beloved Fighting Irish of Notre Dame are playing in one of those opening round games or have played already. That was I think Wednesday night. And the first thing that jumped out at me when I looked at the bracket, which I'm which I'm looking at right now, going, jeez, I don't know any of the players on any of these teams right now. Um, is okay if Notre Dame beats Rutgers, they go to the real first round. Oh, and geez, they'd play Alabama. Like, wouldn't that be sweet for Notre Dame to beat Alabama? I know it, it doesn't make up for football multiple times, but oh, that uh, that Notre Dame would beat Alabama. And, and once again, like the people who make the brackets, the the tournament folks, NCAA types the NCAA brass, like they have a sense of humor. I've been watching this for 30 years. They have a sense of humor. They know they're setting up Notre Dame, Alabama, and they're thinking football. I am too. The embarrassing thing for me is looking at the, you know, the roster of players. And the players are, are literally half my age. They're less than half my age. The coaches now are younger than I am too. Uh, I mean, like uh, Drew Valentine, he he is he's like ten years younger than I'm. The guy from Loyola, and um, and it's just it's starting, starting. I mean, it it uh, it has been a trend going for for years for me, and it's you know creeped into the NFL too. Or like, you know, obviously Sean McVay, uh, Super Bowl winning coach, with the guy's several years younger than I am, and like I, I haven't done an exact count. It would be bar- embarrassing to do an exact count of you know how many coaches are, are younger than I am too not just the players never mind the players are younger than I am or half my age coaches are younger than I am too the thing that I've realized as I'm looking at the brackets and like the uh, top seeds anyway is that, okay Gonzaga Baylor Arizona Kansas are talk about blue bloods uh, it, it's it's like um, it teams the teams that always wins like well there's some continuity there two seeds uh duke uh kentucky villanova uh, they've they've all won recently and then auburn i i guess is is the only surprise in there but auburn made a final four a few years ago so it and i mean they, they've got bruce pearl it's not it's not as though they, they've come out of nowhere i said that you know of all the years I've been watching college basketball, to me, it's like, well, obviously, you know, when you're young, like you look up to the players, you don't realize they're only a few years older than you are. And then you go to college and it's, and it's like, well, these guys are my my peers. And and there was a time in which I remember it was 2003. And it was the year that Syracuse won, you know, the team of my youth, the Orange Men, as they were known at the time. The year that they won it all, Carmelo Anthony's team. Uh, that was the year the opening round of the NCAA tournament is, is occurring at the same time as 
uh, U.S. invasion of Iraq. And I remember being more interested in, at that time, more interested in politics on TV. I'm watching the thing on TV than basketball on TV. And I find myself like, oh, turning to the news, finding news from Iraq rather than news from March Madness. And like, should I feel bad about that? Or should I feel proud like, no, I'm, I'm an engaged citizen now. I'm not wasting my time with sports. Well, it didn't last that long. I went back to sports eventually. And uh, have, have continued such and tried to instill that upon my own child who really, and I think about this every year, those, the Dayton games, the first round games, which, which I used to think like, ew, you know, the way I would think of a National League team having a designated hitter, ew. Um, those, uh, the first round games in Dayton, that my son's first outing, I'm talking, you know, March of 2014, my son was only like two weeks old at the time. And it was the first time we had like, you know, grandma and grandpa came over and we had like, an, an evening at home. We were finally settled down enough that we could have, you know, a couple people over. I remember we had, must have been my in-laws, brought, you know, the, the take-and-bake Costco pizza. And, uh, yeah, we had, had the pizza from Costco and uh, whatever else they <laughs> whatever else they brought. Watching the, watching the TV, watching those first-round Dayton games with my little infant son, and uh, like I'm, I'm getting him started early, e- even earlier than I was. I know I've told this story before. It was April third, nineteen eighty nine, the day of the Michigan Seton Hall championship game. P.J. Carlissimo was the coach at Seton Hall, and Steve Fisher, who was literally only in his sixth game, he was five and zero so far at Michigan, uh, having taken over the team, the, the Michigan man taken over the team. Uh, just at the start of the tournament, and uh, you know, I'd I'd gone to bed long before the end of the game. I I wake up and like stumble out in the living room. This is you know when all families had just one TV. My my dad's watching TV, of course, because that's how it went in those days. Which whatever your dad is watching, that's what the family is watching. And the game's it's going into overtime. It's like I didn't miss anything. Just, they're starting fresh. You're going to play five more minutes just for you, Mikey. You're going to play five more minutes, and it was. Uh, Oh, the greatest five minutes of basketball I ever saw. I think my dad desperately wanted the you know the the East Coast team to win the Big East team, Seton Hall. Ramil Robinson hits two free throws at the end, and Michigan wins the game and the championship. Dick Vitale, I remember saying that you know Steve Fisher should have retired right then, undefeated coach winning a championship. Now that was uh, April third, nineteen eighty nine. Also happened to be opening day of the eighty nine baseball season. Ken Griffey Jr.'s auspicious debut, hitting a double in his first at bat. And the first season that I had watched baseball, like 89 was the first year I watched baseball. I collected baseball cards that year. But it, it started with that um, championship game. Yeah, I think it was in Seattle. And uh, Seton Hall losing that game. Now, amazingly, it was Seton Hall again. Of like all my treasured childhood memories, let's... Fast forward 11 years, and it's the year 2000. And this is something that would never happen today because we're all just looking at our phones. I remember sitting in, sitting in math class, of all things, 
because now I am the math teacher, right? And the, the guy who was my teacher at that time kind of is like the, the guy who I, I patterned my own teaching style after. And I remember one of my friends had brought in a little portable radio and we're begging the teacher in like classic 1950s style, but this is the year 2000, begging the teacher like, oh, it's the end of the day. Just let us listen to the end of this game and seeing, listening to Seton Hall, Oregon. It was a 7-10 matchup. First round game must have been Friday afternoon, the end of the school day, and hearing Seton Hall win this game. They won by a point right at the end. And it was like redemption for Seton Hall. And like kind of bookended, because that was it's my senior year of high school too, and they kind of bookended my, my childhood of like seeing Seton Hall lose the 89 championship game, but win. And then they won again. They, they went to the Sweet 16 as a 10 seed that year. Uh, and seeing, of, of all teams, it's Seton Hall again. That, uh, you know, these moments I remember of my childhood and, you know, oh, I've mentioned now, you know, things that have taken place over, you know, a 25-year span from my own being a little kid to my infant son. And then it has gone beyond that. My son is eight years old now. And I'm getting to watch these games. And I'm so excited that, like, this is the first year that, well, it's, it, this is, are we back now? We're back on the regular sports schedule doing regular sports things and being able to watch these contests without, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, without the, the gloom of pandemic hanging over us. Hopefully this season will be one that we'll remember that was like, yeah, it was, it was back to normal. And uh, that is the thing that I'm going to treasure as I watch baseball, college basketball, the NBA, NHL will get interesting too. Golf will get interesting again. <laughs> again, guys half my age, but it's, it's still going to be good. It's still going to be good. And uh, on that note, I look forward to talking about it on future Fridays, future episodes of Math and Musings. Yes, you've been listening to Math and Musings. My name is Mike O'Connell. I hope you've enjoyed this week's broadcast, and I hope you tune in again next Friday. Go back and listen to the archives, too. New episode drops every Friday, and for more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.